Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 10 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point for every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger style Draft Fantasy as well. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. We're starting to ramp up the content to help you in your draft league, so I would definitely advise subscribing and hitting that notification bell so you get our tips before anyone else in your league does. Take Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by three of them. First up, John. How are you, John? Yeah, good, thank you. Happy to be here. Good. That's what I like to hear. Well, yeah, we'll get on to that. Mike, how are you? Very good. It's good to be back on the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. You've been slandered yeah. a little bit. I hope you're here to defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Nick, finally, how are you? Yeah, all good here. <clears throat> good. I nearly got through the intro without stuttering. It was close, but I think I did mess up one little bit. But oh, uh, that's not so. It's not too bad. But I, I just can't. <laughs> even though I read the same thing every week, I'm still struggling. Um, okay then, let's let's get on to um, the game week eleven review. We will start with the lowest score as always. Mike, back on the pod, back yes. at the bottom of the pile. You got you got thirty this week. You got absolutely slapped about by Jord, who got forty-seven. How was your week? How did it go? Um, it's terrible week for me, as usual. Um, the, the first thing that went wrong was I listened to Dave. I mean, it wouldn't help. I still listen to Dave. Yeah. You You should always. It did. Yeah. That point could have um, come in handy later in the end of the season. You never know. But um, no, I just had a bad week. And Jordan, I've got to admit it, Jordan's got a great team. He's very difficult to beat. And it seems to be when you play Jordan, you have a low score that week. I don't know why it's that's happening, mm, but yeah, it's just luck, bit, obviously. It's jammy. It, it's jammy. Well, yeah, I don't buy it. He has got a good team. And he, I mean, he's the highest scoring team in the league. So, yeah, you know, you've yeah. got you got to hand it to him. But he does have some stress-free weeks, which I don't that's like. So annoying. what was the advice that Dave gave you that, that cost you a point? So he was adamant, like, obviously, Brozier has been injured. And he was adamant that he would actually start and he'd play. Clueless. And... I wasn't I was never like, gonna happen. Sure. Like he's just come back from injury, surely we were on the bench. He's like, no, trust me, he's going to play. So I dropped Edwards. I mean, I know neither of them done anything anyway, but still at the time I was fuming. <laughs> no, do you think that was bad advice or do you think it was game sneaky gamesmanship? No, because he really doesn't like Oh, uh, he doesn't want George to win, to, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah he wants George I think to he win. generally okay. he's just an idiot. Know. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's that's fair. George George did have a pretty good week, to be fair to him, Rafinha with a ten point earner, a smattering of clean sheets, and uh, that will get you through against someone that only scores thirty. So you didn't really give him much of a game there, did you, Mike? Right, next up. I, um, sorry, Nick, did you have something to comment on, Mike? Yeah, I did. I did, Mike. I do have a small glimmer of hope for you, mate. You actually didn't get the lowest score this week. No, so you didn't. Only second to, 30 points second to last would normally be Shocker. the lowest score, but not this week, and we will certainly <laughs> get on to that. Right. Uh, <laughs> next up, John, 36. Yeah. Bit of a disappointment. Shocker. 
You lost to Brad, who got 51. What What was the story of your game week? Well, I started off quite well because I had Pookie get a good, a solid nine points on the Saturday. Um, so I, things were looking up after a couple of disappointing weeks. But then Brad had the game week of his life, get 51. Mm. Get about 17 clean sheets. Nothing you can do about <clears> that. And uh, yeah, and I left oh, Armstrong God. on the bench. Yeah, Ooh, 10 points 10. on the bench. But it doesn't feel as bad because I still wouldn't have won if he had played. So that's I don't true. mind too much. It's more sickening the other way around. Yeah, that's very true. My my favourite mm. bit of your game week was when me, me and John watched the um, game at St Mary's on Friday night. And when the Armstrong <laughs> goal went in, John thought that it was Adams that nodded it down to him. So he thought he got the assist and the goal was celebrating like mad, jumping around all over the place. <laughs> then the guy sat next to John, had the replay on his phone, and we realised that Ad, um, Che Adams didn't get the assist. And then the more we looked at it, John was like, I'm not even going to get Armstrong's points. So he actually got absolutely nothing <laughs> from the goal he won. Really, um, I very game. much enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was good. Brad did have a good week, actually, didn't he? It all sort he had of, a um, week, to be fair to him. Load Four of clean hours, sheets. 12 points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looks so good. Yeah, Brad's Brad's had a few good weeks lately, but he's he's not been able to get the wins. So, yeah, he's um he's sort of teams sort of slowly becoming mediocre as opposed to Mm. awful. So, uh, (laughs) next up is me. I had a just the worst week ever. Basically, Uh, I got thirty. Not in terms of points, thirty six is bad, but it's not like total shit uh but i lost by a point to dave um and i just had some really like close calls and they all went the wrong way and if any of them had, had gone the other way i probably would have done all right um you know mbumo offside by a toe and then zaha scores seconds later and he's onside by a toe uh, and that was about a t- I had the Saring goal as well, so that was about a fifteen-point swing. Those in that in about five minutes. Then Rudiger lost his clean sheet. Then yeah, I got the Smith Rowe goal, which kind of brought me back into it. And Dave had the Sanchez red card, which made it pretty close. Um, and then I just needed some. I just needed anything from Mane. Basically, uh, I was two points down with Mane versus Cresswell. And I thought, surely any kind of return from Mane, even a Kante point and a couple of goals for Liverpool and, and I'll at least get a draw. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of worst case scenario. Ma- Honestly, when Mane missed that header in like the 91st, 92nd minute, <laughs> massive chance. I went mad <laughs> yeah it was not my mum had just walked in I'm at my parents at the moment and um, my mum walked in the living room just before it happened and I was like right nose to the screen when the free kick came in I was like oh my god he's free and I thought he scored I was like yeah I was just absolutely raging that would have been so good in the final minute to beat Dave but yeah losing by a point always stings it's always shit yeah. it happens to everyone I did it to Connor earlier in earlier in the season so I can't complain too much but yeah, it's always a, a painful one when it happens. Okay, then final one we'll go to uh, Nick, top of the pile, Jekyll and Hyde. This week it was Jekyll, I think is the yeah. good one. 59, and it wasn't close, was it? Who did you smash? <laughs> oh, Mr. Connor Taft. Yeah, it was... Uh, 29 it was... points. Didn't break yeah. 30. That is stinky. That is, that is bad. That is appalling, isn't it? So... 
I mean, last week, I'm pretty sure Dave said, I'm either going to get the lowest points in the week, which I think I was pretty close to last week, and or the highest points in the week. So yeah. at the moment, his prediction's coming out quite well. But um, <clears throat> I did all right. I mean, Trent with a 12, Bernardo. Since I picked Bernardo up off the waiver wire, I think he's oh, returned brilliant. almost every game. Yeah. So I've been pretty happy with that Trossard goal. I mean, looking at my team now. Zuma goal as well. Thinking, Lovely. Yeah, Zuma scored as well. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Connor's team is. Uh, let's let's talk wait. about Connor's team while we're here, because um, <laughs> I want to talk about this. Uh, it is bad, yeah. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? And he thinks it's really good. He thinks it's really good. <laughs> he thinks Greenwood is the next Messiah, and he's not to start off with. Just looking at his yeah. strike, he's got Matt. St. Maximan and Rodrigo who are right, but St. Max is a good player, but he's blanked yeah. like a month. Mm-hmm. Ever since John got rid of That's him, got he's rid. blanked. And it's yeah. Newcastle, they're shit. I don't care who their owners are. Their players are bad. Yeah. So um, still have Isaac Hayden in behind yeah. them. So. Hey, <laughs> don't slander Isaac Hayden, ex Arsenal <laughs> legend. Yeah. But yeah, his team's yeah, shit. Yeah, and then- no, Connor to be fair to Connor, he's got Bamford, who last season was pretty good. Grealish yeah. last season was pretty good, and you. Oh, it's a great team last year. And United to be better. But it's the wrong year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robertson <laughs> shocking. <laughs> He's playing. The yeah, wrong year. Yeah, yeah, Luke Shaw did well last year, and all. Yeah, Fernandez. Yeah. needs to go back, at, but go back in time to sort this team yeah. out. <laughs> He's in big trouble. Yeah, and, and Domblay as well. Like he's got so. Yeah, it's not. It's a good team on paper. It's a bad team in practice. Yeah. That's that's sort of the way yeah. the cookie crumbles, I think, with it, with this team. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, good week for you then, Nick. And moving yeah. on to the league table, just... you actually crept above me above me this week, up to fifth, and hot on the heels I of John. After I broke the manager of the month curse, I mean, I'm kind of, I think I'm one-one loss, one-one-one. So yeah, back to mediocre. So, I love it. Yeah, just back, along, right, back right to along with the me. table. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. looking at the table, Nathan Nathan Jordan are gonna be a top two all year, aren't they? I, I think it's mm. pretty I don't I don't see anyone uh keeping up with them. Dave's had a couple of jammy weeks, so I, he is up there in third with a bit of clearance yeah. from the chasing pack, mm-hmm. but I don't I think he'll get sucked into the fight as well. And then it's yeah. just a big old slug for the last playoff spot. <laughs> We got John yeah. on sixteen, then Nick, me, Brad, Ben, Connor, all on fifteen, and then the bottom three is the bottom three, isn't it? Really? Um, That's so not yeah, changing. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be like all year. I honestly think there's going to be a big mid table of a couple at the there's, top and a few at the bottom. And speaking of that, Mike, do you think do you think it'll be you, you, Boren Mac down there all year? I, I don't know because looking at it, I'm only two wins away from fourth. That's how close the table is. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, but so. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to be Brad so I'm going to be Brad I'm next going week for the throat today yeah you'll, you'll smash Brad I'll smash Brad yeah. <laughs> poor boy yeah, dragging yeah. him <laughs> yeah and then he'll bring out the honest juice or Mike of the game of his life yeah, yeah. oh he brings it every week um, to be fair your points aren't that bad you're only nine points behind John as in like score total score and John's yeah, up in fourth yeah, yeah but we know how John plays his games. Beats yeah, everywhere true. a couple of points every yeah. year. Every week is uh, just do enough. Yeah, no, Don't like waste a, them. Just yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay then. Um, we will have a look then at the manager of the month. For those of the, you who don't know, every four weeks 
um, based on the form of the league. We have a manager of the month and a forfeit for top and bottom. Um, so we have one week to go up to game week 12, which will decide the third um, manager of the month. Dave is on max points, nine, three wins out of three, three wins out of three by beating me this week. But his score is pretty trash. So if this he loses this bad. week, um, he it'll, it'll bring a load of people into it. I mean, there's a load of people on six um, and any one of them could get it. Um, mm. Myself included and Nick. Um, so yeah, if if Dave wins, he gets it. If he loses, there's a lot of people in the shout. And the forfeit looks like a straight shootout between John and Mac. Both had a stinky month. No, no wins. Oh, not even a oh. hundred points in three weeks. Not ideal. And interestingly, I've had a little. We're not going to preview next week on this pod because there's an international break, so we're doing it next week. But I have had a little look at the fixtures, and John, you're playing Dave. So it's literally top. Oh, yeah. It's the shootout. It's. Manager of the month versus forfeit. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, that will be an exciting one. I think I'm pretty sure Mac is playing Ben, if I remember correctly. Ben, yeah. So, yeah, so that that could yeah. go. Oh no, wait, didn't they just play this week? Are they playing again? Yeah, oh, no, it's, it's the fixture yeah, refresh, isn't it? Game. Yeah, it's yeah. game of twelve. Yeah. So we're, everyone's played everyone now. Okay, yeah. So that's um, pretty interesting. Uh, I suppose. I mean, if you both win, it could bring Mike, Connor, and Bohr into the into the mix. I doubt it, though, just because of yeah. the points difference. You both have pretty low points, so <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hasn't been a good month for me or Mac. Well, no month's good for Mac, but no month. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I reckon I could do Dave, and you never know I which do. team Ben's going to turn up with. No, Ben's another Jekyll and Hyde team, isn't he? Just like Nick, I think Ben Ben has had some big weeks and some um, mm. some slow weeks. Actually, I want to talk about Ben just quick because I want to make sure I I say this on the pod. Um, so I'll just say it now while we're talking about him. He messaged me today, right? And this is quite funny. So he messaged me. He said, "I've seen you're higher on the waiver list than me this week. Are you going to pick up a mid?" I thought mm, that's a bit cryptic. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's a bit cryptic. So I said, no, I'm not going to pick a mid up this week. I thought I'd just play along, see what he wants. So I said, no, I'm, I'm actually not going to pick up a mid this week. And he probably knew that because I've got a load of mids, too many mids. So he said, nice. And I said, okay, who have you got your eye on? He goes, Decore. I'm getting him back. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Ben, Nick picked him up about three weeks ago. <laughs> he went, what? <laughs> he picked him up the week you dropped him. He goes, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, I picked him up like two weeks, two, oh, three weeks wow. ago. Like, So that really made me laugh. And he said, fuck's sake, I was on all and I thought I was unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> that really brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I very much enjoyed that. So he was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Right, let's let's um, let's get on with some actual discussion then. Let's let's. Oh, no, first, let's just do a quick sort of. It's another international break. So we'll do a little. How are you, how how happy are you with your team? Just a little bit of you know in, introspection. Um, let's go in league order. Let's do it like that. So, Mike, we'll start with you. Obviously, you're bottom of the league, and but you were the last time we did this. Do you, has has anything improved since the last sort of time we you said your team was shit? 
Not really, no. No. Has it, has it <laughs> got worse? Really <laughs> or is it just the same? It's, it's got worse. I've, nothing's really improved. I mean, I'm picking up <clears> the right players, I think, each week. But, um, yeah, I don't think I'll be bottom. I, I generally don't think I'll be bottom. As bad as my team is, I think I can get out of it. I'm good at getting out okay. of these situations. Yeah, true. But, um, As I said before, you've had some fucking shocking teams in the past, yeah. and you've never come. And I've taken in the playoffs. <laughs> I've stuck them third place, second place. You know, there's lots of things I've done. <laughs> <my team. laughs> but until January, I think everyone knows January is the time when you start looking at the table. That's when people, you start getting your bottom three, then you got your mids, then you got your top four, five, even six sometimes. But yeah, mm. January is definitely the. Uh, if I'm okay. down there, January, so if you, then you'll start panicking. I, I like I'll that. Panic, yeah. yeah, I like that. That that makes sense <laughs> to me. All right. Uh, have you got your eye on any sort of trades, or are you thinking you are you going to try and change things around, or are you just going to hope that things pick up well, for the players you've got? The problem is, I, I think I've, I do actually have good players, but they're not getting the point return. So for when it comes yeah. to trading. I'm not going to get the Normally players. signifies that they're not good players, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh I would say <laughs> two defensive midfielders, mate, are a good players to have in a fantasy football league. I've made the players on CDMs, Nick. And that was um, that without yeah, Kante. That was before we had Kante points. You're speaking to the original Fernandinho points. owner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Uh, let's... let's Let's move on then. So next up in the... Oh, fucking hell. Next up's me. I didn't expect that. I thought it was above you two. Um, look at my team. I am happy with my team. Um, and I'm, I've, not got, I've not got any plans to change it around, really. I think my biggest problem is I just never play Hoiberg. And I should because Kante points, he's a magnet. And he just delivers, delivers every week. And every week I bench him, I lose. Mm. So... Mm. I'm just going to De Bruyne Hoiberg Mane I'm just going to play every week and then I'll mess around with Mbermo and Smith Rowe and Sancho and, and see see where that takes me but I, I'm pretty happy see, yeah Sancho I, when, I mean, when did you get Sancho? I traded him for Ward Prowse uh, with George well basically what happened was so I I, <laughs> yeah. I had so right so let me, I'll tell you what happened so I had Jimenez Huang and Watkins in the front three but I had a problem where I didn't like playing Jimenez and Huang if the fixture wasn't that good but I didn't really know who to bench because they were getting very similar returns but I didn't want to play both because if then if Wolves blank is a big part of my team so I wanted to get rid of one of them Ben offered me War Prowse for Huang and I thought Points-wise, Warprouse is pretty good. He's back from suspension. So I thought, okay, that's a decent trade. I'll take it. Then I realised I had seven mids after that. And you obviously, you can only play five. So then I thought, right, I looked through the fixtures and realised I actually wasn't going to play Warprouse for the next like six weeks. He'd be on my bench the whole time. So then Jord offered me Sancho for Warprouse. I thought, actually, it probably makes sense because I'm going to bench him for the next like six weeks anyway. And by then he might start playing. So I thought I'd just take a punt on it. Um, and I hope was hoping that Ollie would get sacked in that period and then he'd start <laughs> playing. But maybe that's not going to pan out. But I, I figured <laughs> he's going to be on my bench anyway. I might as well take someone with a bit <laughs> of upside. So that's that's how that happened. I don't love having him, really, but he's probably going to be on my bench for the for the most part anyway. So, yeah, I'm just going to see your how third, Your third first round pick as well in your team. 
you got De Bruyne, Mane, and Sancho. All yeah, first three, round picks. three first round picks in my team, <laughs> which is very weird. But I mean, two of them are, I mean, we'll talk about De Bruyne later in one of the subjects, but he's disappointing me so far, big time, as he did with you last season, I think, John. So, uh, yeah, 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 we'll talk about him in a bit. Uh, okay, next up, then, Nick. How how do you like your team? I don't think you were here when we did this last time. So how how do you like your no. team? And how so, do you, are you happy going forward? The way I'm going to go about this, I'm going to break it down because defensively, I quite like the Christmas tree formation, uh, which I was slated <laughs> for last week, so I don't really appreciate. Uh, but I mainly like the Christmas tree formation because I have no strikers. So like, I have like decent defenders who will start yeah. and a goalkeeper in Mendy. And my midfielders generally are, are pretty good. Uh, barring sort of like I've got like Bernardo Silva and Trossard and Ndidi who get all regularly return but we're, we're in Didi's fit he does and I have Decore who I picked up who should come back and get me some points yeah. so I think midfielders I'm, I'm looking alright and then I come to my strike force with Lukaku out it's looking very disappointing Benteke and yeah <laughs> yeah there's a very lack of goals coming up the front with Benteke and Emmanuel I actually Dennis. like the Benteke um, pick. I think Benteke's yeah. going to score some he, goals. He has started, so um, yeah. I mean, actually, with, once that Lukaku video, I think. Did you? Yeah. Well, ha- yeah. So I think um, when Lukaku comes back, if he finds a bit of form, I think I'm well on my way to getting at least finishing uh, top half of the table. If Lukaku starts banging in the goals, I'll put myself up there for a playoff spot. Fair enough. Oh, I, sorry, I just forgot, Mike. Where do you think you'll get just um, one quick question? Where do you think you'll finish this? You said ninth last time. Where where do you think? Uh, you'll yeah. finish? Still ninth? I'm, I'm sticking with ninth. Okay. With ninth. Nick, and uh, I'll go to you, Nick. Where where do you think you'll finish this season? Um, so, like I said, like if Lukaku starts scoring, playoff spot. If he doesn't, top off middle of the table where I normally finish. So, if you had to, if I had said I'll give you a thousand pounds if you get it right. Where will you finish uh, after 36 weeks? After 36 weeks at the moment, uh, 7th or 6th. Okay. Okay. That's not... Yeah, that's where I normally finish. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. within the last like, four seasons, you've finished between about 6th and 8th, basically every yeah. year. So I'd say that's yeah. probably... Well, they are, well, 5th last year. You just missed out on playoffs last year, didn't you? So, yeah, had a bad yeah that's probably about right. Uh, okay then let's go to oh by the way I think I'm going to finish third if I didn't yeah. I didn't say yeah. I still think I'm going to finish third yeah does that include like after the playoffs no before pre-playoffs pre-playoffs yeah, yeah pre-playoffs kind of playoffs are just a bit of a you know, don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. I'll, I think I'll finish behind Nathan George in third yeah uh, okay then John this one I'm quite looking forward to so last <laughs> time we spoke you were on this and you said Good start. DCL was firing. You're like, yeah, I'm happy with how it's going. I like my team. And, you know, it's a good start and we'll see where it goes. How do you feel now? It's an awful team. If anyone <laughs> wants to do a full team trade, I'm up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were third when we spoke last time. <laughs> and now you're fourth. Well, so it's not like it's gone off a cliff. I know. It's not no, I think we've had a really bad, bad month, bad fixtures for my players. I mean, I've got, I'll just break it down as well. Allison in goal normally gets clean sheets, but this weekend he scores an own goal. <laughs> Can't do much about that. 
Defense, I'm not really that happy with, but it is what it is. It's not, your defense it's, is okay. It's okay, yeah. I think as soon as United start getting some sort of clean sheet, then maybe it'll be a bit better with Maguire. Um, midfield, quite like my midfield. I like Saka, Tang, and, and Romeo. Romeo comes in with a good four or five points every week. He's my yeah. Hoiberg. Mm-hmm. And then up front, I need DCL back ASAP. Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing punditry somewhere probably. <laughs> that really wound you up, didn't it? When what did oh. Ever, what did the Everton like Facebook Everton thing happen? Tw- tweeted, oh, Calvert Lewin's looking sharp this Monday night. I'm there thinking, why is he not in the training in the gym getting fit, nursing that stub toe of it? So as soon as he's back, then I'll be yeah. happy. So. That made me laugh. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Calvert Lewin's looking sharp this evening. So I thought, oh, is he starting? Look, and he's in a suit. <laughs> it wasn't even a nice suit, was it? Like, no, no. Yeah, he's on Monday Night Football. So. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't okay. believe it when I saw that. Uh, yeah, I think your team is it. It's just lacking a bit of star power, isn't it? It's lacking mm-hmm. a, a real yeah. points. You know, like a big hitter. Which Calvin Lewin yeah. could be that when he comes back, you know, that I think could, so. could be it. Because he, he played the first three game weeks and got 25 points, which is, yeah. he's still well, higher I, than I a lot of strikers in the league already. So. Yeah, I have a question for John. So who would you rather have strike force mine uh, with excluding Lukaku or yours? Oh. So John's got <laughs> Pookie Adams and Armstrong. <laughs> i got De- <laughs> Emmanuel Dennis and Ben Teckett. Who's worse? <laughs> Who has the worst strikers? Well, I like to think I've got more flexibility because I've got yes. five strikers at the moment. <laughs> John, John's like the first person in draft fantasy football history to have five forwards. <laughs> I'm struggling yes, for three. <laughs> After this week, one or two of them are definitely gone. So um, watch the space on that. Fair enough. And when I, when I asked you last time where you think you finished, you said fourth. You said I'll sneak into fourth. Where, what do you think now? Same? I think I think I'll still sneak in. Yeah. Oh, sneak in. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be convincing about it, but it's gonna be Okay. I like that. Sneak in I mean yeah, you've got a good you've got a good track record. So yeah, I think I think you'll be there. I, I just think it's gonna be an absolute melee for fourth. I think there's mm, it's gonna yeah. be like like it is now all season really. I mean, I I just think all our teams are very, very close in even the teams at the bottom, I don't think are that far off the teams at the top. I, I just think it's going to be really, really close mm-hmm. all year. Cool. Yeah. Okay, then let's um, let's I go think on. Dave's dropping off. Dave's going to drop down the table now. Yeah, I think so. I, I just think it'll be. A big, I think Nathan Jordan will, will be, you know, six points clear for most of the year now, yeah. and then the rest will just be a big fight. Okay, let's go on to my favourite game on the podcasts, which is our some would you rather's. Um, just sort of, I've just picked out a couple of sort of options, um, and it's who do you, basically who do you think will score the most points from now until the end of the season? So who would you rather have in your team? Um, we will start with my boy Emil Smith Rowe versus Rafinha. Hmm. Um, and I will start with Mike. Mike, who would you rather have? Um, I'm going to go with Rafinha mm-hmm. because I think 
pretty much most of Leeds points are going to come from him. I mean, he's he's just smashing it. He's done so well. I mean, Smith Rowe, he's brilliant. He's going to get you points. Um, I think it'd be a tough trade as well. Like if I was in that position, I don't know who who I'd rather. Mm. But I think Rafinha at the end of the season will get you uh, more points. But mm. Smith Rowe might win you more games in a game oh, week. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's a tough trade. But no, I'm, I'm going to say Rafinha. Okay, that's that's fair. I, I think this is pretty close. Uh, John, who, who, what do you think? Similar to Mike? Yeah, very similar. It's a tough one. Well, they, they're both on 60 points. The thing is, Leeds are doing, well, terrible in comparison, comparison to last season, and he's still getting good points. Yeah. So you think if they start to pick things up a bit, with Bamford coming in the team, will he score even more points? Or will he just be consistent like this? Whereas Smith Rowe, well, Arsenal, you'd assume, would do better than Leeds. So I'd probably go for Smith Rowe. Oh, okay. Based, That's, uh, I thought you'd say Rafinha. But... Arsenal would do better. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Um, Nick, do you have any any other thoughts or or do you kind of echo what you said? Do you think it's pretty close? Yeah, I would agree it's pretty close. Um, you could probably argue that Rafinha is more of a crucial player for Leeds than Emil Smith Rowe is for Arsenal because Arsenal have some bigger names. So therefore, Rafinha might score more points, but I think it's here or there, isn't it? Like, who you go yeah. for? You certainly play more. I think it's mm-hmm. very close. Um, stats I think wise, Rafinha's un- undroppable. Yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Well, I, mean, he, he I could see play, Odegaard randomly coming in for yeah. no apparent reason. Yeah, I, I think in his current form, I think... I would be astounded if Smith Rowe was dropped. Um, but if his form tailed off a bit, then yeah, I could definitely see see that happen. There are other options there where there's there's no other options to Rafinha, isn't there? I mean, stats-wise, actually, mm. Rafinha is quite a way ahead over the season so far. Um, in terms of like expect his, his expected goals are slightly higher, his expected assists are, are um a fair amount higher. Um so I do think Rafinha will probably score more points over the rest of the season than Smith Rowe. But I would ra- I mean I wouldn't trade Smith I have Smith Rowe and I wouldn't trade him for Rafinha, but that is probably more a mentality thing as an Arsenal mm-hmm. fan. And sometimes players like just you enjoy watching them, you enjoy owning them, and when they score points, it feels even better. And that's what I have with Smith right at the moment. When he scores, it is like, I don't even care if I'm winning or losing the game. It just makes me really happy. So I wouldn't trade them. But if I didn't own either of them, I'd probably pick Rafinha, I think. just based, That's just a stats play, really, because his stats are are better. Um, okay, then. That's, that's cool. We will go on to the next one, which is sort of the battle of the... This is a. This is. I hope Gareth Southgate's listening because I think this is uh, one that's pretty much directed at him. Reese James versus Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, who do you think will score more points, and and therefore who would you rather have in your team? I will start with the owner of. Oh no! Why did I think Nick? Did you have Reese James last year? For some reason, I thought you had Reese James. Oh no, you've got Trent. That's what I'm thinking. Nick, do you own Trent? <laughs> I, I, I just had like a crazy mind fuck there. Okay, Nick, you own Trent. Uh, yep. I'm assuming you'd rather have him than Reese James, but that is just an assumption. What do you think? Um, 
yeah, I would rather have him. I, I just, I just, yeah, I've had him a couple of years in a row, and he's just always provided for me. He's always, like, he's always going to start. Um, whether he's a better player than Reese James is another debate. But in fantasy football wise, I just think he's he has a proven track record, and just because James is on a bit of form at the moment, um, it doesn't mean he's going to continue it. Where Trent's done it for the last several years, so I would uh, have to back my boy. Yeah, I, I kind of echo that as well, actually. Well, uh, what what do you think, uh, John? I think I'd rather have Reese James. Why that out there? I want to jump on the Chelsea defence bandwagon. Okay. Uh, so you you think it's based on clean sheet potential more than attacking return potential? Well, if it's based on the attacking. I think uh, James is better anyway. Whoa! So, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I want James. Really? I'd rather James full stop. No, okay. No two ways about it. I like it. Confident. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, that is very confident. Uh, yeah, just a bit shocked there. I mean, it's in everything you said. I mean, if you were going on the clean sheet, I mean, Chelsea would, I think, get more clean sheets than Liverpool this season. However, there's new Chelsea roulette. You always sit sitting yeah, there. That's, that's what roulette. scares me. You don't know. I mean, you, you adamant that Rhys James will play, but you actually don't know. He might drop it. Randomly, He might. they might have cup games during the week. You know, it might get swapped out. Whereas Trent will play every game. So, and Liverpool, you know, they're brilliant. I've, it's got to be Trent for me, personally. I mean, Ooh, I I'm not saying he's fight. a better player. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying he's a better player. And oh, no, that's not the question. No. That's not the question. Because no. I, I, more, more point. Well, I'm not really sure who I think is a better player, but I definitely know who I would rather have in my team. And that is, I would rather have Trent. I do think the clean sheet potential is better for Chelsea. Mm. Um, but... And I'd, goal threat, I think, is close. I think Reese James probably has slightly better goal threat. I think he's, his XG is XG per 90 is higher. It's about double, actually, mm-hmm. Trent's. So he, he does... Trent, he takes three kicks as well. Yeah, Trent, but then XG doesn't really account for the fact that Trent is a fantastic free kick taker. And mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it against West Ham, he scored a great one. So I think Reese James's goal threat is slightly higher. Where I think Trent excels is the assist potential. I don't think there's a right, I don't think there's a fullback in the league that crosses as well as Trent does. And especially as Mane is surprised on that other side, is surprisingly good in the air. And he scores a lot of goals that are assisted by Trent. And mm. Liverpool's attack is great. I just think his assist potential is higher than Reese James. If they were both guaranteed to play every minute for the rest of the season, I think it'd be really, really close. And I'm not even sure, I'm not sure who I would probably lean Trent. They'd be very close, but I just, I don't think Reese James will play every minute of the rest of the season because I think there are games where Tuchel just decides that he wants Azpia right wing back and Christensen, Thiago Silva and Ruger come in and, and Reese James is inexplicably dropped. And the other thing with Reese James is he does often, when he does that, bring him on for the last 10 minutes, especially if they're not winning and he wants some more like attacking impetus. Reese James often comes on for the last 10 minutes and scores one point and that is a disaster because you don't even get anyone off your bench. So yeah, I'd probably lean Trent, but I think that is... I think it's close. I think it's if as as Pilaquet mm. got injured, I think then it would be very very close. 
Although, he, I mean, sometimes he plays Hudson Doyle, whatever. But yeah, I think that's close. Okay, let's go on to the next one then. This is a trade that went through today or yesterday. I think it was today. Actually. Today. Today, today yes. Yeah. Uh, so this is Aaron Wan Basaka for Luca Dean. Um, this is Nath and Nick. Is that right? Yeah. So you yeah. had Wan Basaka and you've received Dean. And obviously yes. Nate the other way around. Uh, let's. I'll go to you last, Nick, because um, yeah. obviously know know what you're going to say. Mike, we'll start with you. Yeah. AWB versus Dean. Who do you rather have, and who do you think is going to score the most? Um, I was quite shocked by this trade a little bit. <laughs> uh, a, I mean, United have got a really, really good run of fixtures coming up, and it, at some point they are actually going to stop playing goals. In they will. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they, they will eventually. We will. We, we, as soon as I'm a United fan, and I don't think we will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I mean, Everton look horrendous at the back right now. They look terrible. I mean, I know they drew against Spurs, but I'm, I wouldn't count but that. So do United. And are, are Everton going to start keeping clean sheets? I mean, Rafa knows what he's doing. Yeah. They've got injuries. They're still injuries, that. and they got like key players. Everton have key players to come back. Mm. Like so, United, United have, have far better players. squad. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's United's best team out at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, that's a worrying thought, actually, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The start of the season, Everton were doing well. Mm. That's what mm. I was thinking. And Decore's gone off. DCL's gone off. Like I, Nina. I'm expecting. Yeah, I'd expect them all to uh, not be doing so well recently, but. It's okay, a long so, season so, as well. Sorry, just, just to round that out, Mike, you think, so you would go for Wambasaka? Yeah, I might be a bit biased where I had him last season, he'd done well for me, but... What about attacking uh, potential? Like Luca Dean, obviously renowned for like good crossing, yeah. but but that doesn't sway it for you. That's that's not enough. No, I'm still going to AWB. Okay, fair Based enough, John. Fixtures. Yeah, the fi- I mean, the fixtures are... Oh, oh, yeah. What do you think, John? Oh, I'm going to go for Digny. I would have him over Aaron. I think if Manu did sack Ollie, which it doesn't look like they will now for the foreseeable future anyway, um, nothing's going to change for Manu. still going to be an awful defence. So I think, yeah, you might as well. If you're sick of him, Nick, get rid of him and get Digny in. This is what you've done. There's nothing worse than having a player who every week you just want rid of <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, is that is man true. Get rid of. From Look, a mental health uh, perspective, yeah. I understand why you've done it. <laughs> Two weeks. Sorry, go, you, Joe. You go next before I start my rant about fucking <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll go. Uh, yeah, I think um, in previous seasons, I would have gone Luca Dean instantly, and I wouldn't even thought about it. Mainly because Wambasaka is shocking going forward, and United have always been kind of hit and miss at the back this season. I think that I think it's. I'll be honest. I think it's shit for shit. And I'm. I mm-hmm. at the start of the season, I would have not. I would have gone completely the other way and thought they were both good picks because United looked like they'd be good defensively, and Luca Dean's great in the final third, um, and Everton under Rafa you'd think would have a good defence, but kind of none of that's happened. Luca Dean's attacking stats are awful, which is well, they're not awful, but they're pretty bad, especially for him. He doesn't seem to be going forward under Rafa and 
I'm not really sure why, because that's what he's good at, like the only thing he's good at. But then on the other hand, Wan-Bissaka is, has never been good going forward and United are terrible at the back. So <laughs> it, is, it, is, it, is, it is sort of a pick your poison. I think I'd probably rather have Dean because I think he is still better for attacking returns and I think Everton are more likely to improve than United. Um, I know, should, like in the short to midterm, United's fixtures are really good, and they could keep some clean sheets in that. But in draft, you've got to look a bit more long term than that because this is probably a play you'll keep for the rest of the season unless things really yep. go south. So I do kind of understand that. Uh, so yeah, go on then, Nick. I- I'd probably rather have Dean, but I think it's pretty close. So. I was fed up with having Wan-Bissaka because he didn't... I picked him up, drafted him by clean sheets. Like, you know, don't get me clean sheets. He got me <laughs> one Grand second. Maguire off a good Euros. Yeah. yeah. I was sure yeah, off right. a Euro final goal. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He got me one clean sheet the third <laughs> game week and then he got me nothing and then he got two minus weeks in a row and that was it. I was <laughs> fed up of him. But I couldn't <laughs> drop him because he starts every week. Yeah, you so can't drop had this, I couldn't drop it, right? So I just had to keep playing. And then, like, he, luckily, he got one clean sheet when they played Spurs. And I was like, oh, I've had enough. And then um, Nathan offered me the trade this morning. And I kind of looked at it. I was like, all right, yeah, maybe I'll do that. And then I had a, a little sly message from someone. And I was, he was like, mate, you should take that. And I was like, didn't really know if it was what the trade was like. I thought Nathan was trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Mm. But... Um, I'm glad I accepted it now, even though I now have two Everton defenders. Uh, yeah, I'm just glad to see the back. I must admit, I don't love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, yeah. I, I just think Everton have more potential to improve. Yeah, like John said, yeah. this is United's best team. The manager doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's going to change. So why? I mean, the fixtures are going to get better, but they weren't doing well in the good fixtures they had at the start of the season. Exactly. So I don't see why that's really um, yeah. goes to show anything. So... Okay, then uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, this one's a bit of an Ant- Mike Antropus special because he did own both of them <laughs> at the start of the season. Uh, but one one has since left his team. Uh, so it's Jack Grealish and Diogo Jota, who, who we'll start with you, Mike. You kept hold of Jota. You got rid of Grealish in very questionable circumstances. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go with you. Who, um, who would you rather have and who, who do you think has scored the most points? Currently, I would rather have Jota um, purely because Firmino is out now and it's going to be for a while. Um, it's a hamstring injury, I believe. It's a it? hamstring, yeah. I, I reckon yeah. probably four weeks, six weeks. Yeah. You would have thought. Yeah, rest of the season, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sometimes they don't go away. So no, but, Yeah, that's it. He keeps getting injured. Um, it's the same hamstring yeah. as well. I mean, Grealish, fantastic player at Villa. He was brilliant. He was the big fish in a small pond. Now that he's at City, he's. I did predict this four or five podcasts ago I said Grealish will get dropped mm. and he has he's got dropped because he wasn't playing that well for City when you actually watched him mm. um, it is Pep's team though he might bring him back into the team he might throw other players you know you, you just don't know but Jota at the minute he is going to play every game I believe and yeah. 
yes, currently, I'd say Jota, but I, I can't say points at the end of the season. I don't know. For all I know, Firmino could come back and Jota gets dropped. So, so if you got offered Grealish for Jota now, would you decline? I'd say no. I'd say no. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but when Firmino's back, if Firmino hadn't got the injury, what what would I you think? Say? If Firmino hadn't got that injury, he'd be starting pretty much every game over Jossa. So, so then, you, would you go Grealish? Again, I don't know because well, it's tough. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to seriously think about that. I think this is a really good one. I, mm. I, I was I thought about this and thought, yeah, I think that's a really good one. Okay, yeah. uh, let's go to the City fan, Nick. I'm assuming you're going to say Grealish, but I I may be wrong. What what who would you rather have? Um, I I don't have to go Grealish just because I'm a City fan. Um, I mean, I just think he hasn't adapt. Once he adapts to the City sort of style of play, more because um, he played it. He's been playing out wide when he was playing. Um, mm. I think yeah. he will score. Like, like next se- next season would be a good pick. Second yeah, season, that's what I think. Players always approve so much. Mm. Like Ferran Torres this year. So, but at the moment, I would just have to go Grealish because I wouldn't want another Liverpool player on my team. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I do not, think not, there's no actual reasoning behind it. No, that, well, fans, to be honest, yeah, I think that's <laughs> close. So I don't, I don't begrudge you for for using that as your sort of why you'd go for Grealish over John because I think it is really close. John, uh, I'll go to you next. What would, what do you think? I would go Jota. Okay, simply because if obviously he'll play for the next four, four, five, six weeks when Firmino is out injured, but when players, if Klopp ever rests. Mane or, or Salah, or they go off the African Cup of Nations, Jota's straight in there yeah. as well. Yeah, that's true. That's Whereas a big Man City, Jota. Yeah. Whereas Man City, you know, if Foden got injured, it might not be Grealish to come in. It might be Mares or, or Torres. So, yeah. Even when they, even when City have a couple of injuries, Grealish still isn't nailed on. They've still got Sterling as well. So, between them, um, I think I'd go Jota over that on that basis. Yeah, I'd go Jota mainly because of the Firmino injury and Afcon coming up. Even though it's only two or three weeks, um, six weeks. That does months. make a big difference, <laughs> uh, especially with the injury. Uh, statistically, like looking stats-wise, Jota is way ahead on XG, um, three point eight versus one point nine. And XA is a little bit behind 1.2 versus two. So he's ahead on the like expected goal involvement, but not, not by loads. Um, Greenish, I think, has been a bit underwhelming. He's played 740 minutes so far this season, which is quite a lot. One goal and two assists isn't good, really, is it, at all? Um, whereas you look at Jota, four goals and one assist, it's, it's a bit more you know, commensurate with the amount of minutes he's played. Um, so, yeah, I, I would go Jota. I think if the Firmino injury hadn't happened, I would consider it more. I think I'd probably still lean Jota because, like you said, there is quite a lot of opportunity for him to play because Klopp doesn't mind resting Mane and playing Jota and he doesn't mind resting Firmino and playing Jota. And he actually, especially against smaller teams, will play all four of them. So... It's not always, you know, like for like. 
So I think I would go Jota, but yeah, I think I think especially once Af- Afcon's out of the way, looking at the second half of the season, if they all stay fit, I think it's pretty close. But yeah, I think Grealish, especially now he's you know not played couple of games I do worry about his minutes a bit more because I, I, I kind of agree with Mike shockingly um, I don't think he was playing he was playing he's good at recycling he was great at recycling the ball he's touching the ball constantly but that sort of penetrative play where he like dives in between players which just wasn't really happening um, so yeah I think I'd go for Jota but I, I think that is pretty close uh, okay final one um, I think this I don't know how close this one's going to be but I wanted to put it in there anyway uh, De Bruyne versus Bruno Fernandes um, let's go with John first Man United fan but you're kind yeah. of you kind of hate them all at the moment would you is it Bruno by a mile or is it close I think uh, it is going to be Bruno and I try to be impartial here but De Bruyne has just not turned up this year. I don't know what's wrong with him. No. I mean, I know he's had an injury, but every year he seems to be injury prone. No assists him. on the season. No assists. I don't even know if he takes penalties this year. Probably he has in recent years. Not. I don't know. Um, and Bruno, I mean, I think everyone's comparing Bruno to how well he played, how many points he got last year. Obviously with the penalties and stuff. So kind of his ex, his standards are quite high, but he's still he's not having obviously as good a season now. But he's still on what fifty nine points. Mane's on sixty five. Yeah, so there's only six points in it. Um, so I would say Bruno for me for this season. Yeah, fair enough. What what do you think, Mike? Um, yeah, it's pr- pretty much the same as what John said. Really, I don't know what's going on with KDB because he's in my opinion, one of the best players in the league, but, and he, he is the assist king and he's not, he's just not performing. He's, I don't know why, I don't really know what's going on, but um, Bruno's not as attacking maybe this year as he was last year. I know he had that interview on the weekend saying people had to go at him because he, uh, most of his goals were on penalties, but now he's changed the way he's playing sort of thing and he's still getting criticised, but I think mm. he's, uh, mm. I think he'll end up getting more points than KDB at the end of the season. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't want either of them in my team personally. I mean, over some of my players I would, obviously, but as, as <laughs> big... Say, as Mike, big, have you seen your team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, over my, like, a lot of my players. The two, the two players that are supposed to be big hitters, I don't think I'd want them. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I do kind of agree with what you're saying, Nick. City fan, are you going to stick by your man or are you going to relent? Uh, I would say, I think from a purely fantasy playing, perspective. Yeah, from a fantasy perspective, I think you'd have to go with Bruno because United. he's United's second best player behind Ronaldo, right? Arguably, arguably, yeah. Where, like, if you at at City, the the team is just so full of superstars. Like, it's yeah. But Bruno, like, so like KDB on form, like, is probably the best player in the league. Mm. Not on form at the moment. Probably not the best player at City at the moment. But then I think I still still think I still feel like KDB is influential to the City squad. 
Yeah, uh, he's just not. He's just not playing this killer passer because they're playing different style of play. They don't have a striker, so he's not. It's not uh, such a direct kind of style mm. they're playing, which I think is affecting his returns because he was obviously injured a lot last year. It was when we switched that like strikerless formation. Yeah. So yeah, but it, in uh, fantasy football land with no like allegiances, you'd have to go Bruno. I think mm. it's, uh, it's a pretty clear shout um, for that one. Yeah, I. <laughs> I do think KDB's been a bit unlucky so far this season in terms of actual returns. Um, what I will say is, and this kind of surprised me, right? Because in my head, Bruno's been playing okay, especially when United were scoring goals, at least. He was doing okay. And KDB's just not really been at it. But I think actually it really comes down to the minutes. Um, I'm just, I was just looking at the stats and Bruno's way ahead on everything, basically. Mm. But then when mm. I like dig a little bit deeper, if you look at mi- like minutes-wise, so minutes per chance created, Bruno creates a chance every 25 minutes, which is really good. KDB's creating a chance every 28 minutes. So he's, it's, it's close. Like that, that is, you know, it's really close. That's almost almost enough to say that they're, they're pretty much the same. And then when you look at minutes per shot, Bruno's taking a shot every 33 minutes and KDB's taking a shot every 26 minutes. He's actually shooting more often than Bruno, um, which surprises me. And a lot of those shots, I mean, they've both had 11 shots in the box and KDB's played, you know, almost half the minutes, actually under half the minutes of Bruno. And they've had the same amount of shots in the box. So I do think it's it comes down to the minutes. I think if if KDB plays every minute from now on, just by variance, I mean, I know that like he's not in form at the moment, but you've got to think at some point he will like it's a long season. Mm. And if KDB after Christmas gets into form, no one would be surprised. If he goes on a run and is scoring and assisting every week, no no one would be surprised because he's a, a fantastic player. So you've got to think form is temporary. And just that really surprised me that actually like minutes per shot, minutes per chance created, KDB is is on par or ahead of Bruno. Um, the problem is the minutes though, because he's not going to play every game. He's not going to play every minute. If the City lineup comes out and KDB's not in it, no one cares apart from me. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, whereas uh, Bruno, he, he plays like unless he's injured, yeah. he plays, yeah. and yeah, that's what leads me to 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 go for Bruno. Who Plus, would you I trade think... him for, Jeff? What sort of caliber of player in the league would you trade KDB for at this moment in time? That is a very good question, and you have to trade him. You can't keep him. If I offered you Bernardo Silva no. for KDB, you wouldn't take that. I wouldn't. Yeah, even though I know that it probably makes sense to take that, I wouldn't. Wow. Because would you be surprised if from February to May, Bernardo Silva played like 90 minutes in three months and KDB started every game? Like, KDB, yeah. Silva is doing very well. And, and I, I think he's a great pick, but I just don't think looking forward... He's not cement. He's not. I don't think he's done enough yet to absolutely be like he is the man. Although at the moment he is mm. probably playing the best football in the whole of the city he's, squad. Yeah, he started the last six games, played ninety minutes in all of them. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm so, not arguing with that. Like at, at the moment, he is the man. But 
will that continue? I, I'm not. You've got to think at some point when the league's on the line, KDB's going to. Pep, if he, if he thinks, right, we're not winning every week and they're not, who, who can he rely on? I think KDB, he would turn to above a lot of other players, no matter what form he's in. So no, I wouldn't trade him for Bilva, but and I would only take top players just because of his track record. I mean, he doesn't really do bad seasons. He does bad spells. The only mm. season he's not got a lot of points in was the one where he's injured for basically the whole year. Mm. Um, so I don't. I would only look to the likes of Son, um, Mane, obviously, but I've, I've got him. Salah, obviously, that's not going to happen. But like the, these are the kind of players I'd, I'd look for. Um, I wouldn't go down to like the Bilvers or Jota or like a Son. What about Son? Son, I, I would probably do. I, I would probably yeah, do. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Jordan would never do that anyway because he doesn't like KB. No. But I would probably like do. So I, 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 I would do Bruno as well. Um, even, even though I, you know, I've kind of laid out the case for KDB. The problem is the minutes. If he was guaranteed to play 90 minutes, then I would go KDB, but he's not. And we all know he's not. And he, he won't, he'll play 60% of the minutes from now on. We could, I mean, you could put your house on that. So, yeah, I'd go KDB. I'd go Bruno over KDB. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the kind of player I, I would take is, is like a, a Son or not many more, to be honest. There's not, there's not many more I, w- I would mm. go. Uh, looking, at, I, I would take sort of the big strike. Any of the big three forwards, I, I would take. Obviously, Kane, Lukaku, and Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, I would take any of those three. But that, I mean, I doubt that would happen anyway. So, yeah, I think I, I, I think I've. Sometimes you get this in this hole with a player, and you think I'm stuck with them because I yeah. won't accept the kind of trades that would come in for him. So you just think, well, mm. it's mine now because <laughs> no one's going to send me a song for KDB. You've just got to write it out. Yeah, and then when if he hits some form, maybe then I, I will be able to get a trade for him. But yeah, that's how I feel about a third of my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't accept anything that comes in for these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's um, let's go on to the final topic. Uh, as I said earlier, we're not going to do the game week twelve preview this week because of the international break. We will do that next week. Um, yeah. So the final topic this week is, and this is kind of relates to the KDB question, actually, because, I mean, he's probably not in the mix for this, but the kind of players I'd look to are, um, which is what mid will score the most points from now until the end of the season? So not total points from now on to the end of the season. What mid will score the most points, excluding Salah, who I think everyone can agree will be far, far Mm. ahead of the rest? Um, I will start with Mike. Mike, who who do you think? Um, I, I want to say, and I think it really could be Mane, but I'm not ruling Son out, and that's purely down to Conte now taking over. I mean, we don't know what's how they're actually going to play, but you'd think they would. He'd get a lot out of Son, and from like you're saying, if it's from now on to the end of the season, I, I think I'm going to go Son. I think he will. He's just so good. He's such. Yeah, he's, he's so clinical. In my it's eyes, like the he's of Mane. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's close to be honest but then yeah. Kane, so. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a very reasonable pick. Nick, I'll go to you next. Uh, who do so, you think? I can't make my mind up between sort of the West Ham front three. I feel like it'd be one of them. If they continue that form, that's a, uh, which that's one? A bold shout, but I like it. I know which which <laughs> now which one. I was like, all right, I'll go. For, I was just having a look at the, the like who's point to think. All right, I'll just go for the top one. The top one's Declan Rice, so I don't think it'll be him. But maybe Jared Bowen or someone else. <laughs> but I think Bowen or the, are, I think are are decent. I think they're I yeah, think it's a so, decent shout. I'm going to go with one of those. One of those two. Um, I'm not going to narrow it down any further. But uh, yeah, I'll wasn't, let you pick um, both of them because that is a bold shout. So I'll let you have the pair of them. <laughs> wasn't uh, Declan Royce quite up there last season as a midfield? Yeah, he including points, 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 which obviously well. we, yeah. we play with. Um, mm-hmm. And he's on penalties yeah, he randomly. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. don't talk to me about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was up. He was. I think he was about sixth-ish. Um, yeah. Definitely yeah, I, I could, I could see. I mean, the thing is, they're so good. They're so good from set pieces. David Moyes is a is a brilliant set piece coach, and Fournals mm. and, and Bowen take them from take corners and free kicks from either side, and that's they do rack up assists from that. And they're mm. so fluid at the front. Antonio's gone off the boil a little bit, but it doesn't matter because mm. Fournals, Bowen, and um, I mean Ben Rama's gone off a little Rama. bit as well. But but yeah, mm. they are all kind of chipping in. So I, I don't. I don't think at first I was like fucking no way but the more you think about it I don't I don't hate it I mean West Ham are a good side you've got to mm-hmm. think the only downside is that looks like they're going to get out of their group in the Europa League mm-hmm. as the season goes on will that I mean a lot of the time this seems to happen quite a lot people think it's the group stages that fuck you up because you play you play a lot of games but I think it's actually later on into the season that it starts to to mess with your squad a bit because mm. it comes to February and March and a lot of your players have played 15 games more than they would have the previous season and that really yeah. starts to add up as, as the season goes on but no I think that's a good shout I, I think that's bold but I, I quite like it uh, John uh, are you going to be bold like that or are you going to go <laughs> not quite as bold no it's <laughs> going to be uh, it's a toss up between Manny and Son for me uh, I think Liverpool, where they win more games than Spurs, I think Mane will just pip it, I'm afraid. But honourable mention for Gallagher. He is on 77 yeah. points at the moment. Real, and that is real. Uh, uh, crazy for a Crystal Palace. So I don't think it will be him either. It'll be Mane for me. Probably with Mane, you got AFCON, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to think about this. Don, then. I honestly cannot wait for February the 17th when it's over and I don't have to hear the words AFCON for another two years um, and let me tell you that year there'll be I'll be picking zero Africans because I do not want to deal with the old nonsense that you lot talk about so um, yeah for me I'm going to say Mane just because I've got him and I hope it's him. But also, he's, I mean, his like stats wise, he is only, only better by Salah. Um, the Liverpool attack is very good. I mean, they, they kind of looked a bit stale against um, West Ham, but then West Ham are quite good at just killing games off. So mm. I don't know if that's a fair United reflection. and um, they beat United and City, haven't they? Did they beat yeah. Them? In the yeah. League Cup. 
Yeah. In the league, United beat them. So. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I just I just think they're a really horrible team to play against. So I don't really blame I don't really blame them. I I actually had no expectation from Manny in that game until I watched the game and he missed a load of good chances. That's it. I think Manny is one of those players that every game you come away and whether he scored two points or 10, you think you fucking, you could have had, you could have had five. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like he, he gets so many chances. His finishing is mediocre but it doesn't really matter because he gets so many chances so yeah I, I think I'd probably go with Mane the other thing with Son is okay Conte's in definitely going to improve them but how much is he going to improve their attack and how mm. long is it going to take because they didn't look good against Everton no shots on target is no against literally the bottom three defence wasn't it the same midweek as well in the, in the uh, Europa League uh, they, they yeah, they won three two, but it was a weird, weird game. Like they yeah. they scored with their first three shots, I think, and then they were they were three nil up, and then by halftime it was three two, and then um, they got a man sent off, and it was like just a an absolute absolutely mental game. So yeah, I don't really I don't know, but I don't, it all depends how long how long it takes for Conte's sort of system and style to, mm. to come in. I think doesn't it? Um, it will improve them. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, a few signings as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. How quickly will it happen? That's, that's the, the thing, isn't it? Will it? So will it be how can you season? really improve on Kane and Tom? Yeah, I mean, signings yeah, aren't yeah, going right. to make the front two better, are they? It's not going to. So yeah, exactly. it's only midfield and and in defence where the signings are help, and you know that that may help build a better foundation and create more chances. You you'd think, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. But Conte's not exactly known for getting a load of goals, is he? I mean, Lukaku and, and Martinez did well last year, but yeah, in, historically, they're not exactly like brimming with goals. Mm. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I, I think I'd go Mane. Son, Son's close. Um, I, I do like that West Ham shout, though. I think West Ham could really do so. <laughs> it also, it, it's kind of surprising think- to me that Suchek's not really... I mean, he was... Last year, he was the guy to own. Yeah, scoring brilliant. all yeah. these headers. He had Kante points. He was always in the box. Mm-hmm. This year, he's just kind of not really not really been at it. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's, he's doing okay, but it's not like... One goal, one assist. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah one goal, one assist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was attacking more last season, but... He's still doing Looks well. like it's helping the team. 53 yeah. points is, yeah, 53 points is no mean feat. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then. Well, that wraps up. And I think, I think we're over the hour mark. I thought this would be a quick one. I thought this was basically going to be like half a pod, but never happens. Um, <laughs> just, uh, damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Thank you all for coming on with me. Um, if you're still watching in an international break, I'm very impressed. I'll be surprised if any of the league even get this far. Um, <laughs> so, so if you're still watching, then, then fair play to you. Uh, right. We will be back. No more. I've done the wave video already and obviously there's no game. So we'll be back with another podcast roughly this time next week, probably Monday night again, we'll record. So probably next Tuesday it'll be, it'll be live. Um, so thank you all for watching. Please like the video if you enjoyed it and subscribe and we will see you next week. See you later.